this is dear body here we talk about everything connected with our bodies because this is your safe space in today's episode we will together explore a major stigma in various cultures and spaces that is menstruation i'm going to start off with how this physiological process of bleeding continuously for 6 to 7 days was labeled a luxury further we will look together at how the workplace dynamics are in pakistan when it comes to menstruation how much does the pakistani awam know about menstruation and how well aware are pakistani women about menstrual hygiene management there are so many projects and campaigns in pakistan fighting to remove the stigma of menstruation so young girls cannot be stopped from sitting in classrooms on their period we will wrap it up with a global perspective on menstruation specifically the myths and the culture of india nigeria saudi arabia and more if this seems interesting to you stick around back in may 2022 the pakistani government added sanitary napkins to the list of non essential luxury items attaching the title of luxury to items that women utilize on a monthly basis for continuously 7 days due to the physiological changes in their body seemed unfair santex is the first pakistani company to bring stick on sanitary napkins in the country their chief operating officer mohammad kamran explained that out of all the products required to form these napkins two of the essential raw materials are imported once the import ban is put into action they would no longer be able to make the finished product and provide supply to markets these two raw materials are sap paper and wadding cellulose fiber let's look at the global myths and traditions of menstruation menstruation is viewed and practiced differently in different cultures a study of gujars in india concluded 15% of adolescent girls abstaining from participating in social ceremonies while menstruating in hindu culture it is common for a menstruating female to remain in isolation avoiding entry in the kitchen and sleeping all alone basil plant called tulsi in hindi is a sacred plant in india believed to safeguard your home from any harmful presence according to ancient religious beliefs the plant is worshiped to be the mother of the universe which protects us all from all forms of evil and suffering a menstruating woman cannot touch the plant because it may wither with nigeria and india as the target audience research showed that 32.7% and 11.25% adolescents respectively used disposable sanitary pads reusable cloths is not an unhealthy option when you are drying them under the sun since dampened environment can make them prone to infections people in ranchi the capital of indian state of jharkhand believe in witchcraft getting rid of rags by smearing mud out of fear of black magic research was conducted in saudi arabia with 600 participants from the ages 11 to 18 selected from three different hospitals in riyadh the data concluded that 42.5% adolescent girls switched to a fresh pad every 8 hours 65% girls did not clean their genitalia during their period how much does a pakistani woman know about menstruation There is an account based on the records collected by two researchers from Aga Khan University from the scholar settlements of urban Karachi the study details the menstruation practices and beliefs of these girls between the ages 13 to 19 an 18 year old stated in her interview how she did not wear any material during her period 
Instead, she opted for a shalwar made of thick material which she changed based upon the amount of bleeding. A 15-year-old was asked about how and where the blood is originated from. She answered that once the urinary bladder is filled with blood, the bleeding occurs and it stops after 6 to 7 days. Majority of the girls agreed that the heavier your blood flows, the better chance there is of a female conceiving. A woman who did not bleed on a monthly basis will have trouble conceiving. When it came to hygiene, majority of the adolescents did not use sanitary pads. Those who did expressed their discomfort over using them. This is why they preferred using rags cut from discarded clothes. These could be rewashed and reused but had to be hidden from the male members of the family. Many girls cleared that they used one pad for a whole day to avoid wastage. A 14-year-old expressed it was sinful to throw away a stained cloth in the waste bin. Even those washed and thrown away later had to be disposed of in a black polythene bag, so it was not in the public's view. A 17-year-old participant shared how taking a shower in the first three days of their period meant difficulty in conceiving. There is such a huge misconception attached to menstruation and physical activity. A 17-year-old lived in fear because a woman in her village passed away and the reason that swirled around included how she had washed clothes during the first three days of menstruation. When it came to cleanliness during menstruation, some girls avoided water completely, whereas some reached for soap and water when they would change. When referring to female mobility during menstruation, a 17-year-old was interviewed where it became clear she lived under the impression that a menstruating girl touching a child with measles could increase the severity of the disease. Females were told to not attend religious practices because they were napak, impure. When it came down to nutrition, some women avoided food items like cold drinks, ice cream, cold water and yogurt categorizing them as cold. As for the items categorized as hot, these included meat, spices, pickles and carrots. Another avoided pickles during her period out of fear of arrhythmia. This causes irregular heartbeats which means the heart's rhythm is abnormal. Let's look at the complicated role of menstruation in a workplace. There is also another critical stance which questions the possibility of menstrual leave. Some argue that it would further stigmatize periods, whereas others say it gives women benefit. Some question whether it affects work performance or if it is a necessity during a painful time for women. When we observe menstrual-related symptoms, we realize how the level of difficulty and unease vary amongst women. Those with endometriosis and premenstrual dysphoric disorder experience migraines, cramps and backaches as one of the excessive side effects. Endometriosis causes heavy menstrual flow, excessive pain in the abdomen and lower back. Women experience excessive pain even during intimate moments. With premenstrual dysphoric disorder, women face depressive symptoms, tension, irritation and all of these emotional and even physical symptoms can meddle with their daily activities. Women still push themselves to show up for work due to fear of being labelled incompetent because of their period leave. A survey was conducted in 2021 by the Victorian Women's Trust and Circle Inn where an HR software provider in Melbourne, Australia included 700 participants in his research. Out of those 700, 
70% did not approve sharing with their manager their respective menopausal systems, which include heavy periods mostly. 83% made it clear that this reason made their work life difficult. Swift Logistics in Pakistan became the first company to introduce a period leave policy, calling it monthlies. As part of this policy, 30% of the female workforce can take up to 12 days of period leave annually. A lingerie brand in Pakistan that goes by the name of Floraison intimates introduced a similar policy of female employees receiving period leave without any mental and physical pressure to show up for work. Here's what research proves about menstrual hygiene management in Pakistan. A group of researchers conducted fieldwork from Aga Khan University Hospital from 2019 to 2021. Their sole target was observing menstrual hygiene amongst women from the ages 14 to 49 in Dadu district, Sindh province, which recently faced flooding in Pakistan. It was analyzed that 40% of the 25,000 women in Dadu reached for washcloths during their period. They could wash and reuse the cloth instead of purchasing pads or napkins. According to one of the researchers, they stated that pads were expensive. Dr. Sitra Noshin is an assistant professor and vice chair of research in gynecology at the Aga Khan University Hospital in Karachi, Pakistan. Her work has been focused towards educating women from rural areas about menstrual hygiene and management. She shares a few accounts with time on how there is a lack of self-awareness about menstruation in majority of the areas of Pakistan. Women and girls have refrained from taking a shower for a week out of fear of their cycle being affected. They have opted to remove hot and cold beverages from their diet. Some do not leave their rooms for the entire week. Girls have no choice but to skip classes since they do not have the menstrual products to equip themselves to confidently mingle outside their homes. In 2022, the Journal of Global Health published a cross-sectional assessment by a group of diverse researchers from Aga Khan University, the University of Toronto and the Hospital for Sick Children in Toronto. The focus of their research work was collecting and reducing the practices and predictors of menstrual hygiene management material use amongst adolescent and young women in rural Pakistan. Two aspects were to be analyzed. Firstly, in low and middle income countries, women risk their health by seeking dangerous methods to cope with their period. Secondly, lack of training, awareness and facilities deprives adolescent girls of fulfilling their academic pursuits. As part of this research, a questionnaire was distributed amongst adolescent and young women from the ages 15 to 23 residing in rural areas of Pakistan. It was deduced that 75% of the participants used unadvisable methods to manage their period, 61.9% used old plots during their period, 12.6% used nothing, and just 0.5% did include sanitary pads in their period routine. None were reportedly using tampons during their period. 44.7% of these participants had received no formal education and 23% were married, with the age of marriage being 17 in their area. Within South Asia, menstrual hygiene management is handled poorly by girls and women because the socio-cultural setup does not promote public infrastructure design and public health campaigns. 
apart from lack of discussion, cost proved to be a factor behind lack of accurate MHM. 48.7% participants pointed out the high cost of sanitary napkins and cloths which made them seek the use of a reusable or washable cloth. 17.4% participants made their unease evident when it came to purchasing sanitary pads from a male vendor. Moreover, the environment these girls and women were raised in made them hesitate asking for MHM materials from their parents. Now, when it comes to the volunteer efforts on menstrual hygiene and women's reproductive health, in May 2022, Santex Products, in collaboration with the School Education and Literacy Department Government of Sindh, launched the hashtag No Chutti Plus campaign in Pakistan. The aim is to remove the sociocultural stigma so women can converse and can be encouraged to be vocal about menstruation. So many, especially adolescent girls, require awareness about the menstrual products, health practices and women's reproductive health in Pakistan. This campaign meant to serve knowledge, provide the necessary tools and facilities to teach girls and women to confidently manage their menstrual hygiene. Hashtag No Chutti Plus campaign made it evident about the lack of discussion on menstrual hygiene and women's health. It was estimated that two-thirds of teenage girls were unaware of menstruation before their first period. As a result, 15 million female students have to drop out of school because they are not equipped with the knowledge and tools to manage their period. Sana Lokanwala, the co-founder and COO of Her Pakistan, was very vocal about women's basic needs being hindered in a country where laws are made by men when relief work is led by men. She started this menstrual movement in Pakistan after Lokanwala was made aware that girls in certain areas of Pakistan opted to drop out of school once they started menstruating. Her Pakistan is a combined effort to equip Pakistani women with menstrual health and management awareness. The projects and the content Her Pakistan promotes is concerned with removing the taboos associated with menstruation, women's health and fertility. The women-led social enterprise educates girls and women on menstruation. The women-led enterprise educates girls and women on menstruation so everyone can curate a socially and hygienically maintained environment connected with menstruation. Pakistani entrepreneur and activist Tanzila Khan launched a mobile app in 2018 called Girly Things which delivers period kits to users at their doorstep. Upon using the help button, women and girls can be delivered an urgent kit. It comprises of a disposable underwear, three pads and a blood stain remover. The app is free to use. However, users have to pay for the products delivered to them. This idea bore fruit after Khan herself required menstrual assistance when her items were not conveniently available for her. Through her app, Khan aims to motivate others, especially those with disabilities, to actively invest in their dream projects. Moreover, she urged fellow leaders, entrepreneurs and activists to produce items with the disabled community as the target audience, not those in the peripheries. Sabah Khalid, founder of Aurat Raj, uses artificial intelligence, the power of storytelling and animation to impart knowledge on menstruation in Pakistan. Under Aurat Raj, an AI app was introduced to strengthen a woman's knowledge and confidence in health-related issues. 
With the help of the AI chart box, you can get in contact with an actual gynecologist to clear your misconceptions regarding women's health issues. Despite the app facing sustainability and connectivity issues, it was still able to move forward through lessons on menstruation and the awareness sessions organized by Aurat Raj in schools. The app opened up women and girls to be intrigued by the chart box, which removes their hesitance about this taboo subject. Thank you for sticking around. If you have any thoughts about this episode, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Sarosh Ibrahim. I'll catch you in another episode very soon. Till then, do not forget to be kind. Mm-hmm.